0: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Crime and Dine Podcast. Before we get started with this first episode, I would like to give a big shout-out to Cold Case Study. Her podcasts are amazing, and I've been in talks with her. She actually gave me confidence and tools needed to you, uh, needed to make a podcast check her podcast out on spotify just search up cold case study like i said her podcasts are amazing all right let's get into this first episode of the crime and dine podcast high school sweethearts they are the focal points of films like say anything 16 candles the kissing the kissing booth to all of the boys i loved before and so many more they are the couples that everyone looks at and are jealous of. The couples most want to be. However, not all teen sweetheart stories have a happy ending. Some of them, some of them end in tragedy. Take shows such as 13 Reasons Why, and movies such as You Get Me. These shows and movies show that teen love isn't always simple, and b- can become tragic. Emma Walker was a 14 year old at Central High School in Knoxville, Tennessee. A cheerleader on the sideline for the August football team, she chaired on the Bobcats, her school nickname. This not only helped motivate the football team, but also caught the attention of an old student older than her junior star wide receiver Riley Gall. Many described Gaul as a kind of a nerdy type of person, other than the jockish type of person that many high schooler thinks football players are. He loved to play video games and was really kind of shy. Very polite, too, which led them to Emma's parents developing a liking towards him. The new couple would hang out after football games and post many pictures of their happy selves on social media. All is well, it would seem, with the new loving couple. Maybe too loving, however. As time would pass, it seemed Riley would become more and more possessive over Emma. He didn't like when she hung out with other people and even starting breaking up with Emma over melodramatic arguments. They would break up and get back together over and over over the course of two years. Emma's mom even described how Riley would comment on Emma's outfits, telling her mom what Emma should and shouldn't wear. The big bomb, however, is when Riley sent texts to Emma telling her how much he hated her and wished they'd never met only to follow up with an apology a short time later. This is a classic move for abusers in relationships. This led to Emma's parents liking Gall a bit less. Their liking of him continued downwards until they told Emma she could not see Riley Gall anymore. This led to Emma and Gall breaking off their relationship or Emma breaking off her relationship with Riley Gall, Emma seemed to be happier after the breakup, but Gall, Gall's obsession with Emma would become very, very dangerous. November nineteenth, two 2016. Emma was at Everett's house when she would be getting, begin getting disturbing texts from a number not known to her. The texts were fairly threatening, telling her to meet the sender outside alone, and that they would have someone she loves and will harm, and will harm them. Emma wrote these original texts off as a prank by Riley and his new college friends. Yes, Riley Gall was in college, continuing on with his football career at this point. Anyway, like we said. Or, ice. like I said previously, Emma wrote these off- text off as pranks from Riley Gall. But the texts kept coming, causing Emma to go outside with friends only to find nothing. However, after going back inside along with her friends, she received another text that said, come outside alone as she went outside with friends the first time. Emma refused to do that and after a short time, Riley and her friends went back outside and found Riley Gall beaten and in a ditch. The day after the incident at her friend's house, Emma was home alone when she saw a man in a black outfit walking down her street. This freaked Emma out and caused her to text Riley, asking him to come over. In court, Riley explained he believed that this was one of the men that apparently kidnapped him the night prior. Riley went over to Emma's house and was still there when Emma's parents got home, and they told Riley to get out of their house. All of these incident leads to the night all of these incidents lead to the night of november twenty first, twenty sixteen, Riley's dad would hear a bang in the middle of the night, leading him to check on Emma and her brother. All was well as Emma's dad found both of his kids asleep. However, the problem is Emma wasn't asleep. She was in fact dead. Found out this was found out by her mom when Emma was unresponsive when Emma's mom tried to wake up her up from school the night after their dad heard a bang. The police chalked it up to a suicide. This backed up by Riley Gall, saying that Emma was upset over their breakup. However, we know this is not true as Emma was very, very happy after the breakup. And Emma's parents knew this as well. Even though police chalked this up to a breakup, they would change their mind after reports, medical reports, found a bullet hole inside of Emma's head. The police, after this, kept a close on unrighteousness. Eye on Riley Gall, as people knew he was obsessive about Emma, and he was the last one, or last one, other than Emma's parents, to see Emma alive. As we said, police kept a close eye on Emma, their suspicion rising when, or police kept a close eye on Riley. The suspicion arising after Riley was talking to his roommates. Now, roommates talk to each other. That's just something roommates do, of course. But this conversation that was reported to police was very, very suspicious. Riley asked his roommates if they could help him get rid of a gun. Police making this connection knew that Riley had a gun and was obsessed over Emma. The police... Riley's roommates then helped the police set up a sting to catch Riley Gall disposing of this weapon that they believed killed Emma. Riley's roommates Riley's roommates would agree to help Riley dispose of the gun and they drove him to a nearby lake, but at the lake police were raiding and arrested Riley Gall for trying to spo- dispose of evidence in the murder of Emma Walker. Riley admitted he was trying to get rid of the gun in a court, however his story of that night was very very weird he admitted to being outside of Emma's bedroom wall but he said he wanted to shoot two shots into Emma's bedroom to make Emma be scared and crawl back to him as he was still obsessed over Emma however the prosecution said that, of course, Riley was Emma's room in Emma's room plenty of times, and knew where her head was been. Er, head must have been when she was sleeping. Saying this was in the middle of the night, he also would have known Emma would be sleeping. And two shots were fired instead of just one that would have scared the daylights out of Emma and have her crawl back to Riley. They said that the first shot missed Emma's head and that Riley shot again to try to kill her. The jury also believed this, uh, finding Riley guilty of first-degree murder and also stalking, as he wouldn't leave Emma alone with all of these symptoms that we talked about. Riley was sentenced to mandatory life in prison and had a bill of three quarters of a million dollars. $750,000 was his bill. He was currently, he is still currently doing time as I am releasing this podcast, of course, as he had a life sentence. However, an update happened here in 2020. New charges were brought up against Riley, but he was found not guilty of these new charges, so no no additional time was added to his sentence, not like it would have mattered as, of course, he is doing life in prison. Alright, I hope you all enjoyed the first episode. Sorry if it seems like I'm reading off a script, that's because I am. Also, like I said at the beginning, make sure to check out Cold Case Study in her podcast. If you like mine, she is also a college student just like me. Uh, She has four episodes out, and obviously this is my first episode. Uh, Be sure to tune in weekly if you like this podcast, as I will be releasing a new episode every week. The next case we are going to be covering is the case of... Hannah Hill, which took place in 1999 in Akron, Ohio. So I hope y'all excited for that, and I hope to see you all next week. Goodbye.